Everything I spit rare, we sound in that great area podcast. They talk about hip hop all the way in the UK, so they gon' get props. Ooh, let me catch it, let me catch it once again. Every time I'm spitting, I'll be making people. Let's go all the way back to let's say the, the mid to late 90s, the sort of origins of this of this beef. Um, I don't know about you, but I always see the the mid-90s in New York as almost like a, a renaissance period for East Coast hip hop. So obviously you had the golden era of um, of the late 80s, but then as you went into the early 90s, yes, you had un- the underground and uh, alternative stuff like Tribe and Dayla and Jungle Brothers and that. But I feel like the West Coast had kind of taken over at that point with Dr. Dre, you know, Snoop, the rest of them. But then from like 93 to 96, especially with Wu-Tang and Nas and Biggie and that, I feel like the East Coast was very much at the top or at least neck and neck with with the west coast at this point it was, it was hardcore and mafioso mm. yeah hunters. yeah yeah exactly um and i mean correct me if i'm wrong but i think it's fair to say that at this point say like 96 97 biggie was the king of new york right oh yeah he was the king there was no doubt about that 100 percent. and like him Definitely the king him jay-z and nas were kind of like our kendrick cole and drake I guess, for like our generation. Um, but, you know, sadly, Biggie passes away in early 97. I'd like to and clarify, like Sean, kind he was of... murdered. He didn't pass away of natural <laughs> causes. The motherfucker was murdered, boy. What the hell? That's true. That's true. But hey, I was just trying to say, oh, he passed away. Someone fucking killed him, bro. Like, <laughs> make it yeah, sound like he had a heart one, attack. Like he did a big be... pun. What the oh, hell? No, no, don't bring Big Pump. No, no, no. Don't bring Big Pump back into it. <laughs> Sorry, shit. No. Sorry. No, Theo, you so, yeah. dissed Big Pump bad before. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie passed away, quote unquote, got murdered. Yeah, so so Biggie, Biggie died. There we oh. go. Um, and I feel like there was a vacuum at this point. Jay-Z and Nas vying for that vacuum. But it started subliminal, though, didn't it? It wasn't like mm. in your face there was a beef straight away. Um, what, what are some of like the early standouts around that period of where like you look back at the bars and you go, "Oh, that was kind of planting the seeds." And that, what do you think? I feel like Nas was taking shots at Jay Z from Illmatic, really, and his shots were a lot more prominent. Does that make sense? Do you mean it was written? Yeah, yeah. You, that's what. Yeah, yeah, I was gonna say Ilma. Jay, Jay weren't really about it during Illmatic, but but I, I thought it it all started though from like Dead Presidents though, didn't it? Because Nas was mm. well, Jay wanted Nas on that track, and Nas was just like, nah, I ain't going on that track. I ain't, I ain't going on the video. I ain't doing any of anything like that. So I think that's when the sublim, subliminals um, definitely started because uh, I want to say. I, I think Nas did start it, to be honest with you, on It Was Written. It was almost like he was taking shots for the fact he wasn't on Dead Presidents after Jay dropped Reasonable Doubt and then they were just going back and forth. Well, me and Kieran were saying before we There's got a started that, with history. yeah, we, we, we're a bit unclear on like what it exactly was because some places say that, and me and Kieran, I think we both agreed that this one doesn't seem right, is that Jay wanted Nas to do the hook on dead presidents and, and mm. he declined, but that seems a bit weird, isn't it? Like, what you know? Why would you ask him that? The, the other story, um, Kieran, what, what track was it? Was it Bring It On? There was, there was, there was also the um, there was also the video cameo for Dead Presidents as well. I've never heard that. There but... we go. 
that video we saw. But uh, yeah, bring it on. That was that was one I always thought of. So I don't know if you've ever heard that, but you know the posse cut on um, Reasonable Doubt. Apparently, mm. Jay wanted Nas on that, and Nas declined. Yeah, but so I've, I've heard that before. Mm. So we don't we don't know exactly what happened, but we know we know something happened. Um, and then yeah, I, I feel like did you say the message for you? Was that the first? Well, the message is this, the message is a shot to most of them, isn't it? It was a shot to um, basically Nas. I always always felt on the message that Nas was trying to like stake his claim on the throne, and um, he was shooting at everybody because he had already heard the likes of obviously Jay coming up, and that saw an opportunity. Uh, well, an opportunity now that Big was gone, they could take his place on the throne, and, fi- and I feel like the message was a shot, shot out warning mm. to everybody there that no, this is Nas's crown. Like, yeah, your motherfuckers need to just back the fuck up, basically. Yeah, because he, because he apparently there, there was a, there was a situation with Biggie at one point with Nas and Biggie, right? Am I or am I completely off? I swear, I feel like there oh, was. Oh no, I think also, there was. No, I think, was. I think they had beef. As- think yeah, they, they did because Nas yeah. even says it on one of his songs. He says uh, like kicking the door was meant for him. Mm. Swear. Yeah. Also, Biggie says it says kicking in the a new song. Him. In a new song, he said Biggie asked him to do the remix for "Gimme the Loot," but yeah, yeah, he did, yeah, oh, he did say that. That, that was like a new. That. that was a new thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that I think was on it's, Magic, wasn't it? Mm, yeah, it was. He said yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I think it's key to note that um, you know, the message did come before Biggie was killed. Um. But it's the line uh, where he says the, the one where people think it's it's kind of like taking a little jab at Jay is when he says Lex with T sets uh, Lex with TV sets the minimum ill sex adrenaline when he says that because Jay says something about driving in the Lex with the TVs in the back in oh, I can't remember what song it is on Reasonable Doubt so it was almost like just a little like okay you're at this point but I'm a I'm I'm ahead of you can you know I, I mean? live like I'm one step ahead can I live I think that is can I live yeah I want oh yeah yeah so. yeah could be. I don't know. I could be wrong, but it's, that's the way you said it. it. Sounds like it could be "Can I Live," mm. or maybe "Can't Knock the Hustle." I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, but there, it but felt you, like a little play on that. And I think Nas did address it and said that it wasn't he did. this, but he was he he was thinking of Jay with that line. Yeah, because he addressed it on Hot ninety seven. Because um, he said it like it was almost like, oh, how do it? He was addressing Jay, but it was never meant as like a diss. It was almost like. It, it just came that way because Jay was almost like setting a trend with that and he's trying to obviously mm. be above that. It was never like a shot at Jay, but it definitely was. It definitely it's almost a compliment though. Had him like, above. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's exactly Jay, what Jay's setting the standard and like yeah. Nas is just going to go above that. That's yeah, really yeah. what it is. But yeah, so, so, you know, it was written drops a couple of weeks after Reasonable Doubt about what, like six, nine months later, Biggie gets killed and then there's, in my opinion, this vacuum of like who's going to take the crown. Um, but I feel Jay like because because Jay Z's friends with Biggie, he's like it's me, obviously. Do you know what I mean? Like I'm fr- mm-hmm. I'm friends with this guy. Obviously, he's died. I'm the next really that kind of rightful heir to the throne. Which you know in hip hop, that's just not really yeah. a there's no like hierarchy of of like oh this person's next in line. It's more like a you have to fight for it type thing. But Jay Z kind of just mm. assumed this role that it, it must be mine. Yeah, yeah. Well, on the next album, you know, you've got the well, you've got Where I'm From, where he has the famous line, Who's the best MCs? Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas. But then there's the track, The City is Mine, which, oh my God, is not aged well. That is not a good song. The <laughs> City is Mine. That is album, not... <laughs> Jay kind of took Biggie's sound on that album. I think he's got a lot of uh, Puff Daddy production on it as well. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think so, though, just from mm. memory. 
And well, I, it was kind of like, the start of that era, wasn't it? The bling bling. Yeah, kind but of... he didn't really do that on Reasonable Doubt while Biggie was alive. But after Biggie's gone, he's kind of like jumping on the sounding. He's capable of it though. I don't actually think Nas is capable of jumping on that sound, but Jay is, and it makes sense for yeah. him to be like. Well, I love the dough. Next yeah. Biggie. I, I love the dough oh, is, a, love the is dough an example watch. of that. Mm-hmm. Still sounds good today. Um, yeah. So, so there's a, there's a, you know this whole sort of like you said, Sam. It's like he kind of just assumed the the throne after Biggie, and and then you know Nas is still is still knocking about, and we get tracks like We Will Survive off the next album. Um, but the the, the thing that I wasn't really aware of until years and years later, in like recent years, is that um, there was an issue with like, the mother of Nas's son or something like that. This is where it gets so ridiculous. ridiculous. This is though, where right? it gets yeah. mad, though. Because, you know, I heard rumours of this, but then when it was clarified, because she actually said it on an interview, I didn't realise that because you obviously we'll touch on TakeOver and stuff like that. that but... Um, when he mentioned that, like, you did what with you-know-who, I always thought that was just, like, a rumour. He was just saying it. No, that stuff legit happened. You know, like, she was pregnant with Jay's kid as well, and she had a miscarriage. Oh, yeah, man. see, but that, see, I, I know this is, that. like, an early kind of spoiler, but to me, that means Jay-Z won the beef because he did a mad thing. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you do a mad thing, you win the beef. Doesn't matter if you yeah. actually lost the beef in, in the grand scheme of whatever conclusion you might come to, yeah? <laughs> But I guess I'm going to drop the line there's so early. There's some lines in it. There, there's that's certain mad, lines. Though, man. <laughs> when you start, when you start like, um, like dealing with like man's baby mums, man, you get, that's just yeah. touching a light. That's just... Yeah, yeah. Um, I think is, should, this um, isn't public, though. This isn't public at this point. No, right? it's not. It's not public no, no, at all. No, exactly. And I think that like, I, I reckon... That's I mean, what makes it kind of stick with the music. Though. We'll kind of cross over it and just let let the let the listeners do their research into, into what happened around that time. But... Um, there was a, yeah, there was an issue with with the mother of uh, of Nas's son. Nas's firstborn, um, right? No, Nas's I think it's da- yeah. the daughter. The daughter. Yeah, it's his daughter. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, yeah, the listeners can go and look up that. But basically, from again, sort of like further down the line from interviews and whatnot, it's come out that Memphis Bleak apparently kind of instigated things, got things rolled up. Um, Nas had a famous track, as we all know, Nas is like Memphis Bleak drops something like, was it Memphis Bleak is or something like that, which yeah, was kind Memphis of like a, Bleak is, yeah. a play on it. Play on that. Um, yeah. And then he, uh, Hove had a feature on What You Think of That as well, where he was kind of dropping little subliminals as well. Nas comes back on the next album, uh, Nastradamus, and says some stuff too. So it's becoming a bit more frequent now. Like, And it's, mm-hmm. although it's subliminals, it's kind of obvious that they are addressing one another. This bit reminds um, me of what we saw with Kendrick and Cole around that control time. Oh, sorry, sorry, um, Kendrick and Drake around that control time. You know, the yeah. subliminals in every project yeah. so clearly about each other. Yeah, but the, uh, mm. I feel like Nas isn't really being subliminal. I think he's just being smart. You know what I mean? Rather than doing like what Jay-Z did where he said, you know, who's the best MC, Biggie, Jay-Z and Nas. Nas is like, Mm-hmm. you guys are listening to hear if I'm saying anything or people have got their ears listening to my music to hear if I'm saying anything about you. Here I am saying something definitely about you. That, this is the turn. thing though. Like it, it runs throughout the beef as well. We'll get into it. But like Nas is the one always chasing mm. the beef and instigating the beef and starting mm. it and like pushing yeah. it as well. Mm. And yeah, obviously yeah. we mentioned the um, the baby mama and like, I think it's it's linked to that in it. Yeah, yeah. So obviously and you're going to be bitter it. about something like that, aren't you? Oh, 100% you're going to be like, bitter. Not even just There's bit- no way. It's not even way just bitter though. Be, like, yeah. 
It's a disrespect. It's it's one of the highest levels of disrespect that you can you can do to somebody. This is the thing. Like we're about to get to. It's when, when Jay Z done that feature on "Is That Your Chick?" Because that is oh, like gosh. that is actually when Jay Z starts getting a bit vile. <laughs> this is when I think this is one of the first. Yeah. This is where he starts mentioning Carmen. And yeah, it but it is no, but it is wow. You're Horrible. right about that. Could you just remember? Because I was listening to that that today. Some of the he stuff says he disgusting says stuff in that. So I always thought because that was one of his most like vile songs. Yeah, <laughs> it's like when he oh oh no, it is. It's awful. It's actually actually plain right disgusting. I can't like, even quote yeah. it. You know what I mean? Like just read the lyrics. It's something about like the Congo like, making sure it was on tight because I'm oh, busting a nut. Oh, all of yeah, this, exactly. man, like dicking a slut. Oh, <laughs> even <laughs> the lyrics are mad. The lyrics are mad. Oh, man, it's vile. Yeah, it's I'm, tr- I'm trying to find. Um, there were some bars a little bit earlier on. Um, because Kieran, you made a good point. It always felt like Nas was kind of up in the ante and just kind of instigating it a little bit more. He had lines on, um, "We Will Survive" that was. Basically, it was something to do with, I think, like big, big passing, you know, big going and Jay kind of taking the rhymes. So it, but without saying it that explicit, because I'll, I'll find it at some point. Um, but um, it's kind of like the turn of the century when, you know, as we enter the 2000s, where things start to heat up, like you say, with Is That Your Chick? Mm-hmm. But Nas did a freestyle as well um, over Eye for an Eye, you know, the Mob Deep track. Yeah, and he, oh, said, and he says so something like, yeah. "He says something like copying fuck your false crown covered in dirt." I mean, at that point, it's like it's so obvious who he's talking about because everyone was there was always this thing that Jay Z would use Biggie's bars. <clears throat> um, so when he said that, you just you kind of know at that point that there's there's an issue <laughs> with all the Memphis Bleak stuff as well. Um, yeah, by sort of two thousand two thousand and one, it's on at this point, you know. Um, and then also there was a track called The Bridge 2001 where he kind of went sent for the whole of Rockefeller. But again, without like singling anyone out, I think it was more Memphis Bleak at this point, but obviously that's Jay's man, isn't it? It's almost like Jay-Z sent Memphis Bleak in to sort of... No, but this is what I was do, about do to do touch on. Because it? <laughs> it, it's true because it was like, look, that's exactly what it feels like though. It almost feels like Jay was like, right, let me, let, let me test out how like good Nas really is or whether I can sort of like, I don't know, battle him in a way, and he's like sent Memphis Bleak in to test test the waters and like check him out. And then when he when he finds out what Nas is really on, then oh yeah, I I, I feel I can take this dude. So then he gets he dips his t- like toes into the water, but he's definitely mm. it felt like he sent Memphis out just to test the yep. waters. I think the climate so. was weird though. I I feel like the climate was so strange because Nas was obviously in a downhill patch. Like he just had he had I am which yeah. was still good, but not as great as the first two. He had Nostradamus, which is kind of, it's not, I don't want to say trash, but yeah. And then like, even that Queensbridge compilation is just like, it's a whole mess in itself, isn't it? Like Uchi Wali is a banger, but it's a mess as well. But so, touching on that, do you, do you feel winning. that, yeah, but do you Rock feel that downhill spiral was because of what was happening with Nas? I, I actually do. No, I don't think I it's just the mum thing. I think yeah. it's like combine the two in it, like your mum's, yeah dying at this moment like you know she's got cancer and it's terminal and yeah. the whole of like this whole gang is coming at you like Nas doesn't really have a gang at this point I feel like I don't know where this Queensbridge gang actually came from but Jay-Z definitely had the Rockefeller first yeah it's a lot to do and, they, and they did the and this is where Jay's just slick like they had the uh Rockefeller Rockefeller takeover on Hot 97 where they just rapped over Queensbridge beats or Queens artist beats and it's just like toying with him at this point, isn't it? He knows like he's he's under Nas's skin. Nas is sending these subliminals, and it's like let's take over this radio station 
and just rap over Queen's artist beats and just, you know, rub it in a little bit more. Just kind of winding him up, basically. Getting him to sort of up the ante again, I guess. Um, but apparently they ran into each other at a party, Jay-Z and Oz, yeah, around this time. Yeah, I saw that in the um, video that you sent. And, and what he said was, oh... I went up to no before that. I think he said he tried to call him or something. He paged him and was paging like, or something. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he paged yeah. him. He said, "Call me." And then he called him. He wasn't there. Then he called him and he spoke. And he's like, "What's going on?" He's like, "Nothing." You know, we're cool. Then he ran into him at a party and did the same thing. Like, "Are we cool?" Which is like an odd kind of move to make because in my eyes, if you have beef with someone, like I don't know if on site and someone existed back then, but it didn't seem like Nas was on this on site thing that he was later saying that he was on because he. Do you know what I mean? He was just like, come up to him like, mm. are we okay? And Jay-Z's like, yeah. Obviously, Jay-Z's going to say, yeah, he doesn't care because he's got that, yeah. he's got pocket aces right now. He's fucked your but missus. These, you don't obviously, know. these people don't want to die though, like Tupac and Biggie. Yeah. So that's one you, thing. If no, you see someone, you will want to squash it. You'll want to squash the beef straight away as soon as you see them. This is what I'm thinking. Maybe they're in this like weird space where they're like, oh yeah, we're beefing, but like, I want to know that it's like, it's not that type of beef where we end up losing more mm. people out the scene. It's like grand yeah, beef, isn't it? <laughs> nah, grand beef. I also fun. think that, um, I think that Jay always saw this as a, uh, as a marketing thing. I think he knew that this would sell. Um, so I think from Jay's side, it was never, well, up until this point, it wasn't that deep. But Nas, obviously, with the whole thing with the the baby mother and the and what was going on with his mum and this and that, he's he's clearly not in the best of spaces. So it is personal to him. Whereas with Jay Z, it's like I don't think it was, it it wasn't that deep to him. I think he saw the money that could be made from it. So when they saw each other in person, it was easy for him to just kind of palm it off. But it was it was Summer Jam, wasn't it? That's what kind of triggered oh, it. Oh yeah, it was Summer Jam. Have you ever seen any of that stuff before? It's legendary, man. But he brought Michael Jackson. There's not much out there. Yeah, yeah he, he brought, brought Michael Jackson. Jackson. Yeah. Um, there's that interview after where he's just like staring into the camera, like on, on one. Jay Z is mad. Like, he just <laughs> at, at this point he's like at the peak of his powers. And he just can't be touched. But um, he he drops bars from the uh, from what would become Takeover. I think he had the picture of Prodigy as a kid. Like, oh just, yeah, like, just in the oh, dance that's ballerina just or something like that. Man. It's so. Um, rude. And he, so and he, bad. And he, I think he dropped the first verse from Takeover. And then I think, is it at the end of that verse, he says, ask Nas, he don't want it with Hove. No. Yeah, because like, that's how, that's how like the that, second yeah. verse um, finishes, because he finishes off like this. Second verse, yeah. yeah. But yeah, so it finishes off this and Prodigy on uh, Mod Deep. And it's the last line on that. It's like, you don't want it with Hove. Like, and then it mentions Nas's name on it. But then obviously that last verse, which is about Nas, is, mm. comes out when the blueprint comes out. It doesn't come out on Summer yeah. Jam. So at this point, a name is mentioned. He's proper sent for other Queen's artists. Um, and then Nas hops on Hot 97 and drops that H to the Omo freestyle, which is hasn't aged quite so well, but <laughs> it was again like it was very much on at this point. Um and kind of was the the, the setting the we had the setting ready for the, the two classic tracks, basically. So where are we at now with the beef? The the disses have been dropped. Nas is there talking about H to the homo. But what does yeah. what does well, that spark? You know what I mean? Like where does it where does it go from there? Well, it's the it's the uh the main event, isn't it? We, we've never really all spoken about this before either together, really, which is e, uh takeover versus Efa. Let's let's break it all down. Yeah. Let's break it down. Because I feel like 
I was about to say I would actually listen to them right yeah, now. Yeah, no, we have to yeah, listen to it back to back. I was going to say that because uh, yeah. I, I, my my opinion on which this song is better is always is fluctuated and changed. Like it was ether right at the beginning, then I became I feel like I became more wise and more knowledgeable with like hip hop and understanding lyrics better and everything. Then leaned over to takeover, but recently, you know, ether. I, I don't because it's that last it's, verse. Oh, it's, it's man. crazy. Because some of the stuff that he says on Ether actually happens. It happens. At the time, yes, you could understand that. Oh, it's not all facts, but the last bits were facts at the mm. end. That it actually happened. So Yeah. Yeah, you've kind of said how how I feel, Theo. When I first, you know, came across both tracks and was it, like in my formative years of, you know, getting into hip-hop and that, um, Ether was the one. It had the shock value, you know. And then as you you get older and you you start understanding music and the culture and you grow up a little bit, you realise that Takeover is, well, one, a better song. And two, um, I guess a lot of people found more truth in it, but he was addressing things that you could say were factual. Um, but now I'm like you, I feel like it's neck and neck. It's, it's, yeah, it's close. Definitely. I mean, it's close. It's close. Yeah. Which yeah, let's came out first? Takeover. Takeover came out first. Also. Yeah. Okay, cool. Um, uh, do you know what? To be honest, I've I've always liked Takeover, but that's because it was in my rotation of listening. I would, you know, I'm literally a new quote unquote Nas fan because I'm really not a Nas fan. And to, in the build up to this, obviously, I had to listen to a little bit of Nas. But there's albums that I skipped and a whole bunch of shit that I skipped because I'm like, I don't need to hear this because it's it's not going to change my my view on the battle. Like I know what happened, but at the same time, I don't know. You can tell why in the moment that. Ether made the waves it did though. Oh, 100%. you hear stories of like people just, you would just be in New York and you just hear it blaring out of people's uh, It's cars. the story of Adidon, isn't it? It's, it's the story of Adidon yeah. at that time. Yeah. 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 Even and worse, to be honest. To be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I agree. I yeah, agree. Oh, it is. If, you take away the, um, if you take away the homophobic bars, because some of it's not aged well at all, but if you no, so take out those, it's like, haha, ha, you're gay. Like, it's like, yeah, yeah that's the thing. Like, yeah. That, yeah. Back so in the late. day, that used to be a good insult. Like, haha, you're gay. It's so yeah, trash it's now. Like, it used to it's really so destroy, now. man. And nowadays, is. no one cares. Like, even, no one cares. even when I was yeah. listening to it, so this is this is why I always thought I preferred Takeover more than Ether. I was like, Ether's just like schoolboy playground type humor that some people it's not find. just that though yeah it's if you look through it it's not just that actually no no but i'm In saying on, on, a, on a level as a child yeah listening to basically a child you know teenager early teenager child i was like this is just dumb schoolboy insults there's no like mm. actual like cutting words it's like ha you're gay you're gay don't talk mm. to me ha yeah. ha i'm the better rapper and it's like all right cool but i think it's also the fact that jay-z's is just way longer like it's four four verses and he's addressing two people very directly. I think that's one problem as well because Nas does a whole song three whole verses song, yeah. for Jay, like and the mm-hmm. chorus as well. Whereas Jay Z does two verses for Nas. The chorus isn't even about Nas; it's just celebrating yeah. his crew. Mm. Um, Jay was Jay was just doing the thing that Jay is do Jay's doing in a speech mm. the whole time until Super Ugly in it. But um, oh, yeah, God, yeah. Super Ugly. I was going to say yeah, yeah, this was. Um, these two tracks were reflective of the beef up until this point. You know what I mean? Mm. Jay kind of is slick with it, teases, um, obviously direct this time. Um, and then Nas just ups the ante. I, I said this in the group, though. This was my problem because I don't understand why people compare these two. I know they're the best diss tracks of the whole beef, but I feel like Jay-Z did on Super Ugly what Nas did on Ether. So I felt like yeah. they should be compared. Well, rather J- than J- take, mm, Takeover doesn't compare to Ether yeah, in a way like... You know you're done. right, though. 
because Jay even touches on that. Jay says super ugly comes from the fact that um, Nas took it to a whole new level of disrespect. Exactly. So like, Jay wanted to match that match and go above that and said, well, if if Ether is that disrespectful, I'm going to up that and get even more disrespectful. Like, I feel like this um, this comparison's rigged in itself because it's like you listen to both back to back and like Nas went in more than Jay-Z, but it's like Jay wasn't trying to go in like Nas until Nas yeah, did that. True. Well, it's the first, it, this is the problem. If in a fight, yeah, if I say, look, or not even a fight, if we're like you know blow for blow and I, i'm be like look we can punch each other i'm gonna punch you and then you can punch me back the person who gets to punch back knows how hard that they've been hit so they're gonna hit you probably tw- twice as hard if not three times as yeah, hard exactly. and it's like if, if you can come back from that it's gonna be a, a nice blow back but it's like it's already too late you've been you know I mean? completely demolished yeah, jade drops two dead Diss tracks that oh, we, we can't dead, even yeah. find online because they're so bad. Like, yeah, <laughs> this, this is why um, he's a billionaire, man. He's erased it from the internet. Uh, this is, this this is why uh, rich man money. This is why I think that you that we do still need to compare Takeover and Ether because don't get me wrong, Takeover was and still is the better song. Um, and like we said, Ether has some bars that have not aged well. And like you say, Sam, some of it is like school playground sort of type cussing basically but at the same time there is some real sort of serious stuff in there the way he's rapping as well like the technical ability is on a higher yeah. level Wait, which one opinion. which one are you talking about in Nas. It, what do you mean Nas on, he's, on, Jay's, on, oh okay cool, cool. Ether, yeah, yeah. I, um, I, I find takeover technical too that, that takeover is technical takeover is mm. technical but so, like some of the pockets that Nas is finding on Ether is mm-hmm. crazy but especially for Nas also, as well I hadn't heard yeah. him hit pockets like that before but also, Ether is a good song as well. I think it's a great beat. I think that's what I was going to say. I Again, prefer, can, I prefer yeah. the beat to Ether more than Takeover. Oh really? Oh, that's wow, do oh, you? I prefer ah. Takeover, but that's yeah, one of um, Kanye's best. Yeah. And I think the reason, again, to, to sort of keep comparing those two is that, as as far as we all know, and what like people have said throughout sort of history and that is that Ether really flustered Jay and, and Rockefeller, like proper yeah. flustered them. Apparently, like there was some like crisis meeting. Where they were like, we we gotta get this guy. He's 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 re- like. Well, he's, there's there's a worse story where enough. apparently the day it dropped, um, Jay Z walked into a club. Like, I don't know oh, who's yeah. it was, but like yeah. the, the song That's pressed bad. play as soon as he walked in. <laughs> like, mm. how is that his entrance line, music? Jay Z, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, like, walking so to the club sad. and you hear Jay Z. That is bad. Well, like, especially mm. think about it. Back in them days, he might not have even heard that yet. Do you know what I mean? Or maybe someone had called him and been like, oh, Nas has dropped this track. Like, you better listen to it. He's like, ah, I'll listen to it tomorrow. I'm going to go out to the club the have a good time. Then you hear it in the club. You've got all your good clothes on. You're ready to spend some yeah. money. You, your vibe's gone, man. So that's why I say, like, in the moment, Nas won the battle because what Jay did after that with Super Ugly and the other freestyles and that was out of character. It was, in, it was poor taste. It just... Jay, people it's associate class ugly. and slickness, but it was just, it was a mess. Yeah, but if you're going to fight somebody, Super Ugly is yeah. not as bad, though. Super Ugly is not as bad as Ether. I feel like it's yeah. on the level. If you're beefing somebody, I think you have to make yeah. sure they're buried. You know what I mean? Like It's, it's like if a hitman yeah. comes to kill you. It's, it's you know, fucking one in the head and two in the chest. It's, he doesn't just shoot you once and be like, ah, oh, he'll die from that. It's You've got to make sure that what you're doing is done. Mm. I think it was with Super Ugly, it was, it was, well, it was 100% reactionary. Um, again, because it was kind of out of character. And whilst there may be less sort of shots in there on the sort of level of the, the homophobic stuff on Ether, what he said in that short space of time about the, the 
you know, what he did in the back of the car with the, yeah, that's know, madness. Was that's just foul. Madness. Was just so so. Yeah, foul. some madness. Yeah, but you, you can't you can't start like bringing. Like, I think that's the first time he brings that, it yeah. up in it. He hadn't yeah, brought it up before yeah. that, so no. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, yeah so, talking about how like your daughter's sitting on that seat and oh, it's just mad. You can't start bringing someone else's yeah. like kid Condoms in, in the baby chair. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's madness. Rough. It's rough. But then to top it all off as well, like you know, shortly after he apologizes, I saw Sam smirking. I want to say. <laughs> Kieran said I should say it on the recording yeah what is these man's obsession with having sex with other people's women man because to me <laughs> I don't get it I really don't understand like oh yeah I had sex with your woman it's like okay you've tasted my dick now like what's going on there like I, that's how no, no, that's he, said, he says you, you've been yeah. on my dick this like, is what I'm I realise now knowing that that's what it means <laughs> yeah but it's, it's just a mad weird oh, thing shit. that people yeah, that's what it means it's crazy <laughs> it's like a, it's an entendre isn't it <laughs> It's, it's like oh yeah i had sex with your girl okay that what's that gonna do with me go chat to her she's the one that you wanted to oh but i've won against you no you haven't man you just tasted my dick now yeah yeah it's all a bit strange it's all a bit strange oh, but um to, for, for jay to then follow up with you know an apology live on there and how his his mum got involved and says she didn't like what she was hearing i mean fair play i i, I respect that he did that, and did that as well but um, at the same time, I think if you think about the the climate and what the culture was like at the time and everything like that, in the moment, Nas won. But I, I don't think there's any question. The culture you know. was well, kind of ignorant, it, though. It, yeah, but you start, that's what I was implying. Started the whole but... thing you've got been, um, you've been ethered though, haven't hasn't it? So like, whatever, yeah, yeah, when yeah. everyone that's heard ether, like every diss track now, like you always say, oh, that person's been ethered. It's like a thing. Mm. Like everyone always says it, so it created a massive. You know what? The, the thing song. is though. It is like that third verse. I think it's like halfway through. Like every single bar is a new diss about Jay Z, and like yeah. every single one hits him. It's sort of like the Foxy yeah. Brown line, the Eminem oh, line. Like bad. every there's the so many ass. lines that like okay, Jay Z can't come back from this because mm. he's just ended. Like mm -hmm. he's exposed everything. He hasn't even mentioned um, the common kind of thing. But well, I think that's that's yeah, yeah. that's the best way to win at a you know a beef. It's just to say as much mad things as you can. If you've got loads, then go off. But if you've only got a few, you need to just find new ways to keep remixing it and saying it. And the other person is just going to be bamboozled because their head's going to be like, ah, oh, I can't. Jeremy, I can't. Because he was bamboozled, wasn't he? <laughs> Absolutely bamboozled. And also, you know the way we rate um, back to back, Drake's back to back, and how it was like a club anthem? And yeah. That? yeah. Could you imagine being in that club when ether dropped and hearing that fuck Jay Z oh, thing that'd, yeah. that'd be mad that'd be mad yeah absolutely wild imagine being in the club it? when Jay Z <laughs> yeah. walked in and that started playing. yeah Jesus, awkward man awkward um, just you want to dance but you can't yeah, yeah. but so I, I don't know if you all agree with me um, I, I think Nas won the battle at this point I think yeah that, he did yeah, oh yeah Nas just, won but he did a lot of yeah. low blows in it but he still mm. won Despite that, yeah, yeah. I don't think it's, it's like a question. I don't think it's a joke. question of of like he won the battle because it it's obvious. It's very very obvious if you just mm. listen to both tracks like we did back to back. But it's like I said, he because he came out after that track, he's obviously gonna win if he's got any half of a brain around him because it's like it's just one chance to like first we'll have his voice heard and second we'll just end it quickly, which he did. Mm -hmm. But um. It all kind of fizzled out after this point, didn't it? It wasn't like Jada Kiss and Beanie Siegel where it was there were quite a lot of back and forths or like 50 and Ja Rule where it it's kind of just persisted over time. This one just fizzled out, I guess for a few reasons. I mean, we we, we touched upon 
Um, Nas is his mum and and her health issues. She passes away in 2002, as far as I'm aware. Mm. Um, obviously, you, you're going to kind of track back after that and maybe take a little bit of time away and whatnot. Jay-Z is collaborating Wait, with... We missed one important thing, though. They, oh. they do they, they the do, do some libelables, though. There's the dub. Oh, We're missing the yeah. Bit. Basically, you know how massive. Jay-Z did the summer jam? Mm. Then yeah, the, the takeover thing happens. And then the mum thing happens, so it's like, let's squash the beef. But then, I don't know. I think Nas is on cocaine at this point or something because he started going crazy. Like, he was going on, like, radio shows and just saying the most. He was saying crazy stuff. And he was like, and I'm here. Why am I saying this? Because I can. Like, I'm just like, what's, oh, what, what is on? Yeah. Like, Nas is definitely good. having coke at this point. Straight just up. When he, he was like, cam- when he was, like, saying, oh, Cameron, like, I like the single, but the album's trash. It was getting weird, and honestly. He, he was sounding like Kanye nowadays. Are we going to take it to account of what we just said he, so we said his mum died so it's like maybe he was having yeah, a bit but, of a mental breakdown and in that mental but, breakdown okay, and, yeah and I he was that. and he was that. really annoyed at hot 97 though because he was meant to headline summer jam but, but he wanted to have the prop about like jay-z being lynched and they wouldn't have that well, and then he was like that's a bit yeah, saying, like he was saying he was oh, trying to elevate hip-hop or something he was saying like oh, i'm no, trying no, to elevate yeah. hip-hop like what kind of excuse is that that's a mad thing to do to have anybody lynched on stage yeah i think um i think obviously the the your mum passing away is going to have a huge impact, but I think it's more the summer jam thing in terms of the, the shots fired to, I mean, he was, he was angry with hot 97, Angie Martinez. Like we said, he was dissing Cameron and Nori and he was just sort of sending for everyone. I think getting pulled, it, it, what I think it said to him in his sort of state at that point was you guys, you're on Jay-Z's team. Do you know what I mean? You, you, you let him headline. He did what he did. I wanted to do my thing. You've pulled me. I see now that there's a line drawn in the sand. You know, there's Jay-Z and Hot 97. There's me and Power 105. Do you get what I mean? So, um, And then at the same time, Jay-Z is laying low. Do you think Jay-Z might have had some kind of hand in that? Like being able to make sure that he didn't do Summer Jam? I feel feel like it. Yeah, I I reckon he had a relationship with... um, I mean, we we saw like there was the Rockefeller takeover and stuff. I reckon he had a really good relationship with like Funk Flex and... Yeah, they might have sh- called him and be like, yo, we're going to let Nas perform, yeah. yeah, but he wants to do, do something. And he's like, mm, nah, yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. <laughs> yeah. Cancel that, please. <laughs> you know what I mean? Also, I think Jay at this point, after the whole, like I said, the, the apology and the way that was probably perceived by people, he was probably taking a bit of a step back. Um, he was also collabing with a certain oh, singer. Oh, God, yeah, that um, was yeah, and Nas, Nas called him out for, that. yeah, Nas called yeah, him out yeah, big time yeah. for that. Um, we want this is interesting though. Like, the beef became more like outside of the music, and it was more about like the business stuff and all of that. Yeah, right? like mm. on interviews, they were talking about each other still, I guess, because yeah. people are triggering them to answer questions. But mm. the way there it feels out some... was strange. But then, Nas still instigated it though on God um, on Godson. That's what I'm saying. He, he did subliminals mm. on Godson, he was still instigating mm. some of this. Beat. Like, I was listening to it today, he's still like talking about Jay on that. He's like how, really? saying that, like, yeah, he said even when he's like, he was looking after his mum and Jay sneak dissed him. Like, no, sneak, mm. like, like, sneaked in and tried to take uh, take the throne. And you only took the throne because my mind wasn't on the game. And I can't remember what song that is, but it's I do feel like that's not really a diss, though. It's more reflective, isn't it? It's reflective, but there was still, there was, there was other stuff. In, uh, I can't. Oh, do you know what, though? At this time, there's right a few other well. ones that nobody remembers because when we're watching that video, like that Sean sent us. They were crap. Like I don't know what kind of bars they were rapping, but like there's some really crap was that especially Nas was doing. Like I don't. Mm. They were both clutching at straws to try and like keep a beef going that 
they weren't invested in anymore. I don't yeah. I don't really know what was going Maybe on. Maybe it just that. became part the, of their mindset when they were writing that, like, oh, I have to I have to send shots at this the man. The bars right are now. crap. Like that sound like high school raps. You know, like when you were like 13 and you'd do like a clash with someone in the playground. It literally sounds like that. Like, ha Jay, you can't rap anymore. Like this kind of stuff. Like, <laughs> no, there's there's some yeah. slick stuff though, but I know your fear when you said about Godson, I feel like Nas actually explicitly addressed the situation as well in like a storytelling way. Mm on um oh what's the track last man alive i'm sure yeah, he, he actually yeah, like is, tells yeah. the story and then oh, he jay-z does, yeah he tells the whole yeah. story yeah yeah and then on um on blueprint 2 on the title track jay has that bar uh, what is it um your man your man jungle is a garden to me or something like that which to me is just yeah, so like, that's, I love that. that's just so slick um but yeah for the most part there's, like there's a feature i think no oh, what's the song called there's like a there was a group or a duo or something called Brave Hearts at that time, and Nas had a feature on there. Yeah. And it's just, it, yeah, the, the song was not good, not good. Um, but the, yeah, there was a bit of back and forth. Um, Nas was on one, and then again, it kind of with like with the release of Godson, and that seemed to fizzle out. And Jay Z was gearing up for retirement at this point. You know, he's he's working on the Fade to Black tour, the Black album. Um, he's kind of you know he's hanging up his gloves. So I think Jay like wasn't really wasn't really interested at this point. You know. He was career-wise, you know, he was still doing well. He was, you know, he hadn't lost really. He's st- still doing really good numbers, at least compared to Nas, um, who wasn't doing bad either. But um, yeah, Jay, Jay had Jay Z was making his best albums ever, whereas Nas was yeah. kind of fizzling out again. You reckon? I, I think so. Like I don't know. Look at how it goes from Stillmatic, Lost Tapes, Godson, Street Disciple. That's like a downhill journey. That's the problem. When it's when it's still high level rap, like your your journey down might be someone's highest peak. Do you see what I'm trying to say? Are you? Do you mean um, commercially, Kieran? I I just I'm talking about my own personal opinion. I don't I don't really care how it did commercially. I don't care how it did critically. That's the way I see it now in hindsight. I feel like because I feel like step downs. Because I think that there's a there's we'll get to it towards the end, I guess. But there's like three errors for me that stand out with Nas as like his best errors. And one of those I would consider to be sort of between Stillmatic to Godson, maybe even Streets Disciple if you want to push it. No, I feel it's, like it's, an, it's I, an I, error. I thought, I thought this, yeah. Okay, wait, my point I'm making is that it's still a downward trajectory though. Like it's not I, like this... a, a plateau. It's not like yeah. every album's getting better. Like literally every album is taking a step down from itself. Right. Like, okay. And this is, this is why I was processing and, it as yeah. well. Okay. Because I'm, I'm kind of with you on that because it's not like, it, it doesn't plateau. It is actually, it doesn't matter. It's not like you're saying it took a steep downhill curve, but it no. still was going down. He he's was gradual. maintaining he's that level. gradually fizzling, yeah. innit? Yeah. He wasn't okay. maintaining the level, whereas Jay was going up. That's the thing. They made yeah. Black Album. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Mm. That's just madness. There is some, yeah, no, you're right. I, I get, you are right. There was a kind of gradual decline in in more ways than one, I guess. And Jay-Z had this last hurrah with the Black Album and, you know, the Blueprint only a couple of years before that. But there is something interesting, though, um, as we get to it. Like, you know, the beef is fizzling out. And they, you know, and they kind of begin to squash things. The interesting thing is that Jay-Z, obviously, he retires, quote-unquote, and also becomes the president of Def Jam and then Nas signs to Def Jam and then has like a couple of number one albums after that. <laughs> so I'm, um, it's cute. <laughs> yeah. I feel like, I mean, I'll, I'll let you all um, share what you think, but for me, I think there's two main reasons why the beef kind of got squashed. One is time, you know, time's a great healer. I think 
um they both sort of matured and and you know grew to realize that it's not that deep and you know we can get past this but also there was money to be made and i think with nas coming to the end of his columbia deal an opportunity to sign for def jam jay-z's the you know the president of def jam looking for new artists and things like that there's an opportunity there to it coincided with um jay-z doing i declare war that comeback yes. tour yeah exactly and it's like he's yeah. obviously it's such a marketing campaign because it's like you think yeah. he's going to diss someone by saying that but it's like actually the end of war mm. exactly yeah everyone was expecting him to just send for well nas everyone whatever um, i think the thing is like we always forget jay-z's actually older than nas even though his career's younger um yeah. and i feel like it, it was like the the acknowledgement moment where it's like even though nas is more experienced in the music industry jay-z is like this older in a way and he's like let me just take you under my wing now and help you out because I've had the success commercially that you could have too. Mm, yeah. And also like, I mean, Nas, from what I understand, grew up in one of the most sort of notorious projects in in America, let alone New York, and was, was a street guy in that sense. But Jay-Z was really out there earning serious money, wasn't he? You know, he was a, he was a hustler. Whereas I think Nas was in that environment, but was 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 not that so jay-z yeah, just he, he came in came into the game with uh, essentially yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. whereas yeah. what i mean is is jay-z came into the game with this kind of business mind and sort mm-hmm. of understanding the yeah, consequences 100%. of doing certain things um so yeah by this point he's just you know like you say kind of able to take nas under his wing in that sense but um yeah by this point they're they're good they're good after a you know couple years of just kind of letting it lie it's all kind of fizzled out. Should we? Um, oh no, we've got seven minutes, isn't it? We can just yeah. Say, do you want to stay on, or should we just restart? Edit the fuck out of that! I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I was hoping to catch your sentence at the right time. Like, should we just uh, edit the fuck out of that? But I didn't get it right. I think we kind of. I think we kind of covered the the how did it impact their careers between 02 to 05. Um, they weren't really doing anything. They did. Do you know what mm. I mean? They're just doing what Kieran said, having a bit of like silly back and forth, and then. Mm. Jay-Z's winding down to retire. So yeah, the beef has, has fizzled out at this point. Nas and Jay are on good terms. They even start collaborating. Do we, does anyone have a favourite Jay-Z and Nas collaboration? The most recent one. Whatever the fuck that's called. I don't listen to it. What, but... uh, oh, mine, mine is, mine's Bar Salts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine is Bar Salts. Flipping wow, love yeah, that song. Yeah, that song, that, uh, they go in, man. Jeez. Uh, mine, I think mine's success. Like yeah, mine's I do like I do like success, but nah, what do you think of that beat on Bath Salts though? Crazy, it's yeah, like dystopian. Yeah, it's dystopian. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. It's a very bleak. It's it's not meant to be liked, isn't it? It's meant to be yeah, scary, yeah. abrasive, <laughs> and that. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm like you. I, I love success. They're just flossing. I don't know, man. <laughs> their are just yeah, like ah, oh, that's like a dream club. Mm. I like that, that would have been sick as well, actually. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I like, was listening to that. That, yeah, that, that intro is like one minute and a half because it's like <laughs> you play the song thinking, yeah, we're finally gonna hear him, and it's like they're not gonna yeah. give it to you like that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But they just they just gas it though. It's like uh, the way our Jay says, oh yeah, four bars, and then you just go in, and then we just start dancing, and it's like. But then we just go in, and then it just starts going off. But like you said, it's <laughs> <laughs> this is the madness. What about sorry, not sorry as well? Sam said that one. Yeah, that's a yeah. good. I beat. prefer bar salts, man. I don't like the bars on that really that much, though. Yeah, the, the the bars on that are just yeah, they're not. For me. What about BBC like as well? Two Bs and three Bs and all that stuff. Is what that about BBC? 
BBC. Oh. Billionaire oh, Boys again. Club. That's on Magna Carta. Oh, Pharrell yeah. produced it with Timberland. No, I like that. that. Are you sure I've about always, that? Yeah, 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 yeah. I always like that. I didn't one. listen to that song that well. Nas is flossing at that. Did they do like a video for that or an advert or like some sort of promotion with something or something? Yeah, don't know why I can't remember that song as well, but yeah, success for me. Um, so at this point, and it's been on the on our little run through that we have, I was going to ask you all who won the war, but I feel like because of where they're at in their careers now and how everything's transpired, I, I don't really want to pit them against each other and do that. I mean, we, we can say that at the end if you want, but I mean, I guess the question I have more, which I think is more fitting, is who would win in a versus? Ooh. Ooh, Jay-Z that is, would, oof. That's only because people know Jay-Z's music more than, than Nas's. Well, that's it depends. A very good point. It? it depends what that's the versus like genre is. Like, are we playing bangers? Mm. Are we playing like lyrical tracks? Because Nas would definitely win if it was like a bar for bar. For, versus of... is about playing bangers. Like, and Nas yeah, doesn't have any yeah. club bangers. There's no song that you could slap on in a rave that people. Yeah, Jay Z would win that then. Yeah, Jay Z would win that all day long because there's just a, he's got numerous bangers. In, in the little... 2010s, Jay Z just went crazy with commercial bangers. There's too many now. I'm with you though, Kieran, because I think it depends on your audience, right? And as we know with our own battles, you can, if you know your audience and you and you know you pick the right songs at the right times, you you can get a win, even for an underdog. Um, I'm, I'm I agree. I think that Jay Z would win because a versus is a, a certain type of, like you say, it's the kind of the hits and the bangers that that go off on those. But I don't know in certain settings, man. When you go over some of Nas's stuff, like made you look Nas is like there's some real classic classic tracks in there I think if someone were to pick really well and just you know Jay-Z though with the beat selection like it will always influence a person to pick him because mm. mm. Nas, Nas is like well, Nas's best stuff is when like he does some lyrical flow that catches you like instantly and it's like yeah okay this is Nas's run but with Jay it's kind of like like if you hear just like Paris or something like just the way those beats mm. just start, you already know, yeah. like I'm, I'm clearly just going to give it to Jay-Z for this round. Cause I know yeah, he, yeah. he rides this one. And I guess for a versus, I mean, I've never seen Nas live, but I hear he is a good performer, but Jay-Z has just got this different charisma. I've seen both of them live. If... Nas was interesting live. He, he was good. I think like the raps in Illmatic were too quick for him to still do at that time. But right. um. Jay Z, on the other hand, when well, I guess he was a bit younger, but um, Jay Z, when he did uh, watch the phone and he was just rapping like uh, "Jigger What Jigger Who," like that was just unbelievable. Um, yeah, yeah, I remember that from watching the phone. He he did not miss a bar; like he stood completely still. But yeah, mm. um, that's his like thing. Nas, isn't it? Nas Nas can't Nas wasn't like Nas wasn't like that. Nas was like a J Cole type performer, but with less energy. Okay. Okay. I mean, he is in his forties. Yeah, bless him. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let the man live. <laughs> See, I guess then official verses. You know, Jay's got it. Hey, it's your boy Theo, and thanks for listening to the Grey Area Podcast. Now, go over and check the Discord. We got loads of different playlists for you guys to check out. And most importantly of all, we want to hear from our community. So go over and check it out. You might get a free seasoning pack. Peace. <laughs>